Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Hi there. Today is Thursday, December the 9th. This is the Illuminated Word, and I am David McLean. For our reading today, we're actually going to read two different passages. We'll we'll read Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. And then we're going to uh, flip over and look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 7 through 10. Malachi chapter 3, verse 1 says, See, I am going to send my messenger, and he will clear the way before me. Then the Lord you seek will suddenly come to his temple, the messenger of the covenant you desire. See, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. Then over in Matthew chapter 11, I'll actually read 1 through 10. Starting verse 1, it says, When Jesus had finished giving instructions to his twelve disciples, he moved on from there to teach and preach in their towns. When John heard in prison that the Messiah, or heard what the Messiah was doing, he sent a message by his disciples and asked him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied to them, Go and report to John what you hear and see. The blind see, the lame walk. Those with skin diseases are healed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor are told the good news. And if anyone is not offended because of me, he is blessed. As these men went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. He said, What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swaying in the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothes? Look, those who wear soft clothes are in kings' palaces. But what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and far more than a prophet. See, this is the one that is written about. Look, I am sending my messenger ahead of you. He will prepare your way before you. I assure you, among those born of women, no one greater than John the Baptist has appeared. So we read those together because in Matthew chapter 11, Jesus is quoting Malachi chapter 3, verse 1. We know that John the Baptist's role was to announce the coming of Jesus, to prepare the way as he's prophesied in Malachi. And, you know, I was thinking if I'd ever been formally introduced at a, at a gathering, you know, maybe a wedding or maybe come to some kind of special party or a ceremony, of course, we were introduced at our wedding. You know, everyone's introduced as a wedding as Mr. and Mrs. You know, fill in the blank. Uh, but to, to have someone officially announce you. Uh, in, in Malachi chapter 3, it's describing the man who will formally introduce the Messiah in the future. He is a messenger sent by God to announce the arrival of Jesus. And that messenger, of course, as we know now, is John the Baptist. And his job is to declare to the world that the long-awaited Messiah is coming and that he will later baptize him in the Jordan River. Why is that important with what we've been talking about? Well, this past, well, last week we looked at Zechariah. And this past Sunday, Devin preached about Zechariah and looking at characters. This week, we've, uh, we'll be talking about Elizabeth, Zechariah and Elizabeth being the parents of John the Baptist. These are these characters that play a role in the Advent season. 
you know, how Advent means waiting. And this, we're looking at how uh, these characters played a role in this, this waiting, this preparing uh, for the arrival of the Messiah. None uh, were a greater character than John the Baptist, as he was the one who would prepare the way. You know, John had, uh, was in prison by the time you get to Matthew chapter 11, put, put in prison by, by Herod. And so as John kind of sat in prison, I think he began to have some doubts as to whether Jesus really was the Messiah. Because if John's purpose was to prepare people for the coming Messiah, and if Jesus really was the Messiah, it seems natural that his question would be, why am I sitting in prison when I could be out preaching to the crowds, preparing their hearts, preparing the way? And so Jesus answers John's doubts by pointing to the acts of of healing the blind and the lame and the deaf and curing the lepers and raising the dead and preaching the good news to the poor, telling John all these prophecies about the Messiah are being fulfilled. What you have been preparing the way for, I am doing. With so much evidence, Jesus' identity was obvious to John. And then it says, no greater person, no greater, uh, uh, well, among those born of women, no one greater than John the Baptist has appeared. You know, no one uh, seems to have ever fulfilled his God-given purpose better than John, of course, outside of Jesus. But what does that mean for us, you know, right now? We know John ultimately dies at the hand of the king, but we know that his life was not exactly what they may have been expecting. You know, when you think about being formally announced, formally introduced to a crowd, it's a big deal. It's big fanfare. Uh, you want everybody's attention. You want all the spotlight on the person that you're uh, announcing. Think of uh, the announcing of a, of a rival of a king or queen. Uh, you know, you want to know they are there. And yet, here's John out in the wilderness, you know, wearing, you know, what you wouldn't expect a, an announcer of, of the Messiah to be wearing. And, and eating what you wouldn't expect the announcer of the Messiah to be eating. And it just, to me, plays into what we talked about last week. What I talked about last week uh, on the podcast on Friday with Zechariah is how the Christmas season is more than than just a feel-good season. It is when Christ was born and entered this world. It's when God made the impossible possible. John the Baptist was an was the unlikely character. You know, surely the one who would prepare the way for the Messiah, who would herald his arrival, wouldn't be out in the wilderness wearing skin fur and eating locusts and honey and, you know, what some people are calling a madman. And that's why Jesus says, you know, when he talks to his disciples, he says, you know, what kind of man did you go out in the wilderness to see? You know, were you looking for some kind of weak reed type person swayed by every breath of the wind? Or were you expecting to see a man dressed in expensive clothes? Because nah, see, people with expensive clothes live in palaces. You went out there looking for a prophet. That is what the prophet of God looks like and acts like. They are different. They, they take the impossibility, you know, or, or what you were not expecting and make it reality. And so, again, this whole season of, of Advent, this Christmas season we can't lose sight of the fact that that it was impossible made possible, that it was the unexpected made reality. And that as with Zechariah, Zechariah was a little hesitant and he had to go through that, you know, months of silence because he questioned. But when you look at Zechariah, and tomorrow we'll look at Elizabeth and 
even John the Baptist or Mary or Joseph, you see these characters playing this vital role and they willingly play a vital role in the redemption of humanity. And also the fact when you look at Malachi chapter 3 and you see that John the Baptist was prophesied long before he ever showed up, do not forget that this was God's plan all along, put into play, put into motion long before any of these characters even existed. So it's a big deal that they play a, a role in God's redemption and that it's been God's plan this whole time. We can't forget, too, that we also play a role in God's redemption. That we, like John the Baptist, we have the responsibility of preparing people's hearts, of, of announcing Jesus, of, of telling people of the good news that Christ came into this world and that he died for us. And that is God's plan for us to play that role all along. And the question is, are we willing to play that role or do we go kicking and screaming? Thank you for listening, not just today, but each time you listen to The Illuminated Word. Our hope is that this podcast encourages you each time. Maybe you learned something new you didn't know before, but that it would encourage you to continue living your faith as you move uh, throughout your day. And of course, our prayer is also that you would see opportunities that God has opened for you each day to be a blessing to those around you in some form or fashion. And until next time you listen to the Illuminated Word, have a blessed day.